host, Sarah. And I'm your other host, Morgan. We're two sisters. By marriage. Who love to talk about stories. From writing fiction to creating elaborate plot lines in D&D. To building characters from random character build sheets. We're out of initiative. Okay, so you came to me and said that you wanted to make random characters using the big old randomize button that is just so tempting. Um, what what are we doing today, Sarah? Well, a while back you had a one shot and it was prefaced at the beginning that it was gonna be really, really hard, kind of battle royale style. And uh leaning into the chaos that we've discussed in previous episodes, I thought it'd be fun to do just have D&D Beyond take the wheel and create characters for me. And then that was the ones I was going to play. Um, and it was great fun um, just to randomize these level 10 characters. Um, and just it was just chaos. So I thought it'd be fun to try again and come up with uh, backstories or how we'd use them for what kind of campaigns or how we would modify them to be better or worse or maybe inspire us for our own characters and future campaigns. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we decided were we going to do level 10? So we get I like level of, 10. Lots and of we're using the... and lots of abilities and everything. So. And we're allowing multi-class? Yeah. Definitely. Sweet. Definitely. We'll, yeah. we'll definitely get fewer feats because of the multi-class, obviously, because instead of four and eight on a non-fighter class gaining a feat, uh, you know, if you're multi-class, it's going to be a little later in the game. But let's try a couple and see where we land. I'm really excited to see what happens. All right. So would you like to go first? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. okay. So um, I'm going to hit randomize and uh, tell it that I want a level 10. And that's nine. Let me try 10. Allow multi-class. Allow feats. Oh, should we name them in advance? Sure. Or do you want to name them or, based on what what it is that? They let's name with? them after. Let's see if I can let random name like uh, let, we'll let the randomizer generate a name too because I think okay. it uses um fantasy name generator. So, um, okay, well then I'm gonna hit uh create and see what we come up with. All right, and we've got oh let me go back to let's figure this out. And I think and Beyond has all sorts of parameters you can like adjust. Like the multi-class or if you want different different things. So nice. Yeah, okay. A little hard to see um all of the like abilities for the character in the character sheet, but the character that it has generated for me is um Daylar Aloro, a wood elf warlock, just straight warlock, ten levels. Um with magic stone, the cantrip. Love that. That's super random. Um did it randomly pick my spells too? Oh my gosh, it did. It randomly picks your spells too. Okay, this is exciting. So um, this is like such a random... It's it's chosen a few from uh, Svervnelbin Magic, and I don't know which book that is. I'm not sure where that comes from. Um, but it looks like uh, Pact of the Fiend. Okay. Um... Okay. And um, Elder Invocations include Otherworldly Leap, allowing me to jump, um, which is 
I would say without expending a spell slot. Okay, so that one's like okay if you're in like a, you know, if mobility is important in your campaign. Um, okay, hold on. Pact Boon. Here we are. So Pact of the Chain. Um, and uh, this this build includes the Dark One's Old Luck. Once, once per short rest, you make an ability check or saving throw. You can use this feature to add a d10 to your roll. Uh, and that must be the feat. Um, you can What's do it? so after seeing Dark One's Old Luck. I've never heard of that. That's I know cool. I haven't seen that one before. I think we're going to end up with a lot of um, non-core books. So we're going to end up with some kind of random stuff. And what was uh, the magic stone that you said at the beginning? Yeah. What is Magic that? stone, it's a cantrip. Um, so that is you touch a stone and give it magic, and then you or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with the rock uh, that you've enchanted. It has a range of 60 feet, and when uh, they go to attack with it, they use your spellcasting modifier. Um, so on a hit, target takes bludgeoning damage equal to 1d6 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So it's your spellcasting ability modifier to hit and on damage, which is kind of cool, but like what um it's such an edge case cantrip like when is that useful so i struggle this, with that one would this character just be carrying around a bag of rocks all the time just like absolutely <laughs> i would think so. daylar carries around a bag of rocks okay so let's think who is this warlock he's packed with a fiend carries around a bunch of rocks okay Absolutely. I feel like, and he's a wood elf. I feel like this is, and I'm just saying he didn't, it does not randomly assign a gender, but like this feels like a masculine character to me. Um, this wood elf, I can imagine, uh, was, you know, raised on their own, learned to raise themselves uh, in the in the woods um, among the animals and learned to utilize every resource at their fingertips uh you know, at any time, because at any time you could run out of spell slots. It's a warlock. You don't have very many, uh, just ready to just throw something out there, which makes sense. Uh, and they two spell slots at fifth level. That is just like two fifth level spell slots. I mean, um, warlocks are tough, Mm -hmm. um, carries around a bag of rocks. And while I think the initial like impression I get of this character is just like some grubby, like dirty forest kid. I feel like this is a very meticulously cleaned wood elf character, uh, who doesn't just have a bag of rocks. They're like clean, polished round pebbles. And it's like kind of an emotional thing. Every time they use them with their cantrip, uh, you know, casting them out in the middle of combat is actually like goodbye like each one is named like jeffrey goodbye you were so good to me and i feel like every single one has a journey and the rest of the party just has to deal with like tiny little stone funerals every time the little pebbles don't make it back that's what i'm imagining yeah i love that i love that what did it give you for ability scores um oh my gosh (laughs) i didn't even think of that that's amazing so a six for strength a 14 dex, which is great. Uh, and, you know, if you're going to nerf something, I think that I think that dumping the strength makes sense here. A 9 con, which is a bummer because that's going to hurt your hit points. 12 intelligence, 18 wisdom, and 15 charisma. Gosh, is this a point buy? This must be a point buy. No, 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 you can't get down to... You can't get down to 6 on a point buy, so yeah. this must be a... Uh... Random. Yeah. Like you rolled, they rolled. But you get a bonus for being a wood elf, I'm assuming, with your dax. I think of some sort. I think it's charisma. Mm. I think it's charisma. But let me see. I know this is so. This is like a lot more um, 
rules intensive than I was expecting because I'm like, I want to know what the, I want to know what the mechanics are. I want to know what the logistics are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rolled their rolled stats. Uh, 6, 14, 9, 12, 18, 15 after bonuses. We get uh plus two to dex from a racial bonus and then plus one to wisdom. Oh, I'm thinking of a high elf that gets charisma, I think. Uh. Um, Ability score improvement, uh, plus one to charisma and um, plus one to con, which makes sense. It must have been an eight initially. Yeah, it was an eight plus one to make it a nine. Boy, that's quite the that's quite the build there. So what would you have swapped for the con if you wanted to hire con and those were your that was your role? If that was what I rolled, if these were my roles. I think I would have I think I would have dumped intelligence. I think that that's kind of stereotypical, but um yeah, we need and I don't know that I would have put the 17 in wisdom. I would have put it in charisma to boost my spellcasting modifier. And then I would have taken either intelligence or wisdom as my dump stat so that I have a bulkier constitution. I but sometimes it's kind of fun to be a glass cannon. I think that there's definitely there's an appeal to that. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have armor? Is there any armor? Like maybe. Ooh, good question. Let's what, see. You know, your con. Uh, you know, it doesn't so default. No. It doesn't start your, it doesn't start with your items. No. Which is kind of funny because, yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. So no, instead I've just got that dex based um, AC of 12. 10 plus my plus two for dex. So that's definitely something you could always have yeah. armor. And then. Oh, it's a warlock. I feel like. Low con. Yeah, I feel like with a warlock, I would always want to do like armor of Agathis or mage armor and just like let that be the or I mean, you could do leather and then or studded and then. um, But it's not like this person's with a six strength, you're not going to be in the front. So what spells did they prepare for you? Yeah, let's see. So for cantrips, we've got magic stone, minor illusion, thundercrap, thunderclap and true strike. I you know how I feel about a lot of these and no many of these are not no eldritch blast (laughs) which is kind of funny because I do kind of love the idea of building a warlock and being like no I won't take the strongest cantrip like sure if you want to be contrarian enjoy fuck the system there (laughs) yeah uh first level spells uh disguise self which must be from an invocation and then jump at will second level we've got uh blindness and deafness and blur which again are from a feat and third level non-detection which looks like it's also from that same feat um it's not a feat that we use i think it's from acquisitions incorporated because it's just not one that we it's just kind of a funky one and some of their some of their feats are kind of some of the stuff in that campaign is kind of silly and doesn't necessarily mesh with we run pretty silly campaigns so like that's very high and mighty of me to say but uh here we are it's just stuff um, we're unfamiliar with so yeah so um other spells we've got confusion contra elemental dimension door earthbind find familiar hollow hallucinatory terrain which is a really fun spell hold monster great illusory script misty step polymorph shatter spider climb and unseen servant the spell list itself of like castable spells actually really solid i feel like this is a really good choice yeah yeah those are these are interesting big spells on there well, Daylar, what a what a great guy. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> Love it. Well, why don't you why don't you kick us off? Show us give us okay. a give us a random character. Okay. Let's see. And we're allowing multi class and we're allowing yeah. feats. Mm-hmm. 
and um, level 10. And create character. Here we go. Let's see what we get. New character sheet. Okay, so I got Cherish. Oh, just cute. Cherish. There's no last Just name. Cherish, like Cher. Yeah, it's just Cherish. And they are a level 10 variant Asimar fighter. Okay. Yeah, right. the variant right. Asmar is cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they get all the Asmar abilities, resistance to necrotic and radiant. Um, what can... subclass of fighter? Okay, so let me go to features. Oh my gosh, fighting style. They have two weapon fighting. Um, Echo Knight. Ooh, Echo, Echo Knight. Knight. Which I'm not familiar with that much. Echo Knight's cool. I think that's when you end up going a little more magic. That's sort of like an Eldritch Knight in terms of um, going a more magic build, uh, which is fun. I think Echo Knight's kind of metal, though. Like, aren't they like a little more like um, dead based? I think like it's going to have to pull up rules as we go. It's a bonus action. I can magically manifest an echo of myself in an unoccupied, unoccupied space within 15 feet. It lasts until it's destroyed. It has an AC of 18. One hit point immediate all conditions. So I can mentally command it to move. I can magically swap spaces with it. If I take an action, it can, or an attack action, um, it can attack from its space too. It's just basically like you do a duplicity, you know, kind of thing. Kind of, yeah, that makes um, sense. This is from uh, Matt's stuff. This is uh, uh, Eberron, or not Eberron. It says e Why am I drawing a blank? EGTW. Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount. There we go. Sorry. There it is. And I have that book. I have that book. Uh, yeah, Wild Mount, though, is... Um, yeah, that's that's Critical Role. That's Critical Role. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Manifest yeah. Echo. Um, I have Unleash Incarnation. I can heighten my Echo's Fury and make one additional melee attack from the Echo's position, uh, which is very cool. Um... I can also, as an action, see through my Echo's eyes and hear through its ears. Um, That's fun. I have Indomitable. I can reroll a saving throw that I fail, and I must use the new roll. Uh, once per long rest. Um, I can also use my Echo. It's called Shadow Martyr, which is really cool. I can have my Echo throw itself in front of an attack directed at another creature like protect another one this is really cool i mean it's very specific like most of this fighter's abilities are based around them having this echo person um creation so what's the backstory for this character who is this well let's see i was gonna look at my ability score so they got a 16 strength 12 dex 13 nice. constitution 12 intelligence 11 wisdom 16 charisma they're just like oh great roles great, really great roles, roles. Um, yeah, being an Asimar, I think I, I really like the idea of, um, this echo person, um, that they manifest definitely leading into the magic, um, kind of that celestial side of them. I, maybe they're a descendant of a God that does this a lot that has, I'm not familiar with all of the, 
uh, Faerun gods, but maybe there's a god that like looks like like Gemini, like the twins or something, and maybe that's yeah. who they're descended of, and so they can project a part of them to help fight. And I love that it's got like a combination of both fighting and defensive. I really like that, so they can help their party. It's just a well-rounded character. Like looking at their scores. Um, that's cool yeah yeah the same thing uh 11 armor class and they don't have any armor so that's definitely yeah. something you know being a fighter right out of the gate you're like okay we gotta find armor yeah yeah definitely oh they have a playing card set and thieves tools cute yeah. that's probably from their background that makes sense for my background it gave me spy apparently my feature is a criminal contact so i have a reliable and trustworthy contact who acts as my liaison to network of other criminals Ooh, shady, Fun. dark backstory. So who's, yeah, who's, what's the backstory for this character? Well, I feel like, yeah, they were part of a, maybe a spies guild of some sort. Um, and they still have some contacts, but now they're kind of, they've outgrown that and they want to go on and do good things. And so, yeah, I definitely, and I cherish, I, it could be male Cute. or female. I really mm-hmm. think you could go either way. So it says with my racial traits, I have an ability score increase, my size, speed, dark vision, celestial resistance, and celestial legacy. Um, that gives me light, cantrip, lesser restoration, and daylight. And then as far as my feats, I just have one feat. Um, second chance. So I can, uh, when a creature you can see hits you with an attack roll, you can use your reaction to force that creature to re-roll. Um, which is really cool. And it just gave me one feet. Yeah, I think that mine only had one feet, too. Okay, let's see what you got. All right, let's see. I want another level 10 with multi-class and allow feats. And I hope I get an actual multi-class this time. Yeah. That would be nice. Come on, um, Yeah, give us the multi-class. Okay, okay, we're off to a great start. The name is Storm. Ooh, ooh, just okay. Just Storm, okay. Perfect. It's an Air Genasi. Oh. Um, oh, holy multi-class, Batman. Uh, okay. 92 hit points at level 10. Nice. Uh, that's because they are um, a ranger, paladin, rogue. So that's ranger 6, paladin 2, rogue 2. Um, quite the build. Ranger's got a d12 hit die. Paladin's also, I believe, got a d12 or at least a d10. So that's why we've got so many hit points. And the rogue's down there with a d8. Six, two, and two on the multi-class there. Rolled stats are 13 strength, uh, 12 dex, 15 con, 13 intelligence, 9 wisdom, and 14 charisma. And after bonuses, let's see, do we get any ASIs or feats? It looks like we took an ASI for charisma. And we end with 13 strength, 13 dex, 17 con, 13 intelligence, 9 wisdom, and 16 charisma. I don't think that anything person like personal pet pet peeve, nothing irritates me more than ending up with a bunch of odd numbered stats. Because like if I just go up with one, yeah. my whole my modifier goes up. Um Storm's background is haunted one, uh, which is perfect. I think that this is from Ravenloft, not Ravenloft. It's from Strahd, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, haunted one. That's fun. Or it could be Sword Coast. Fine. So we're paladins. So that means we've got some 
spells it paladin and ranger oh my gosh this is a disaster build spell modifier um because a ranger is a wisdom based caster and a paladin is a charisma based caster we've got a negative one to wisdom and a plus three to charisma so all the spell stats are split so Anytime they cast a uh, ranger spell, the modifier is negative one. And on there, but it also has a little line in between. And then, but if it's a paladin spell, it's a plus three. Oh my gosh. Spell, this would be so hard to keep track of. I would never recommend this for a player. Spell attacks are plus three or plus seven. And the save DC is 11 or 15, depending on the spell. They've, they've given us uh, absorb elements. Uh, meh, fine. Goodberry, Hunter's Mark, uh, Animal Messenger, and Levitate. Although Levitate, I think, is... Yeah, Levitate is a racial ability for yeah. uh, Storm. What a perfect name. At least they picked a good, like, a relevant racial name because I think that the Air Genasi, they get, like, Gust, Storm... I don't know. They've got, like, a bunch of weather-based sounding names. Wow. Um... <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. It's supposed to be that Did... way with all Genasi, I think. The fire and the water. Yeah. You're supposed to have kind of a name that's inspired yeah. by the, your element. Um. So, no feats on this one because they would have gotten the ASI at level 4. And then Paladin 2, Rogue 2, and then the two more levels in Ranger. That's They haven't hit another... ASI level. <laughs> so, does it have sneak attack? Because at yeah. level 2, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've got a 1d6 sneak attack. Uh, you know, thieves can't. They've got the expertise that comes from... Oh, maybe this is from Ranger instead of... No, that's Rogue. Um, Rogue gets the expertise, which is nice. Um, so does that mean if you... You could do Divine Smite and sneak attack if you hit... Potentially. Oh, I hadn't thought I mean, of that. You could do some damage. You could. When you hit with a melee weapon attack, mm-hmm. expend a spell slot to deal an extra 2d8, and then sneak attack if you have advantage. Um, yeah. Any creature you hit with an attack... Uh, oh, finesse or ranged weapon. So... Gosh, you're really limited because yeah. Um, yeah. they've got martial and simple weapon proficiencies. Uh, so you've, you're pretty limited. But like, so then you go in and you hit and you divine smite. So you get an extra 2d8. It's only 1d6, though, because it's only a second level rogue. So not like super overpowered. But yeah, like w- what short sword damage? I don't need that. I'm busy with my <laughs> smite and uh, sneak attack. That's, that's kind of a lot. Okay, so what's your backstory? What, Storm. So who who isn't Storm? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Ranger, Rogue, Paladin. I feel like Storm is um a ranger who you know trained um as a you know a wisdom-based person, uh learning about the world and maybe even maybe even did like hunting just outside this like in the outskirts of town to like bring in resources and help people, but was sort of, um, you know, kept their distance. Maybe I just really like to write introverts. <laughs> and kept their distance from most people until probably 
became close with maybe one or two people in town, um, ended up kind of praying and finding a deity who gave them a little bit of power to save this kid. So that's where we get that lay on hands in exchange for, you know, doing that deity's uh, work. And I kind of feel like it's not a classically good deity. And that's how we ended up with the rogue too at the same time. So having to do some subterfuge and some sort of sneaky in the shadow type stuff while also maintaining that ranger like uh, versatility and outdoorsiness. And I think that's I think that's what Storm is. I think that I think that's who Storm is. I think that would be a very complex character play when you have like the lawful good paladin, chaotic, neutral ish rogue like battling inside of them. That would be that would be tough. I feel like this whole character is a true neutral, follows the neutral god, is just neutral all the way around, and leans good when it comes to helping people who helped them. Yeah. that's. I think that's where I would go with this. That, that would be tough to play, though, with those stats and that build. That'd yes. Yes. But it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of love a challenge, and also, maybe this is too much challenge. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We have Ulahana. Lahana. Nice. Uh, Scourge Osamar this time. Okay, yeah, we like the Osamar. And they did multi-class. We got the multi-class. Okay. We got eight levels of Druid. Okay. One level of Monk. Sure. One level of Warlock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's look at those stats. We got ten strength. 13 decks, 16 con. Ooh, I like that. I like that. 16 intelligence. Uh, 14 wisdom and 14 charisma. Those are some pretty good stats. These are big numbers. Those yeah. are great rolls. Yeah. It's definitely something they have a lot of wildfire. Um, Ooh, are they a circle of wildfire? Think, like uh, I think, Fern? I think so. Um, I love that. Yeah, it is Circle of Wildfire. So they can summer, summon a wildfire spirit. Heck yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Flamesteed. That's cool. Sick. Yeah. I love that. Um, fiery teleportation. Um, but they also have Hexblade's Curse. Because sure. That one, that one. Yeah, that one level in Warlock. And they can wild shape. So weird. It is. And they also have Radiant Consumption because they're an Osmar. Um... So let's look at these spells. They got Create Bonfires, Cantrip, Light, Resistance, Sword Burst, Thunderclap, and Toll the Dead from the okay. Warlock level. So yeah. Sword Burst and Toll the Dead are the Warlock. Um, Burning Hands, Cure Wounds, Hellish Rebuke, and Shield. Okay, those are all solid. Those are all good. Um, and then you keep going. But they have a bunch of spell slots. Because they are a eight levels of druid, so even though yeah, eight levels of druid is that's a that's a lot. Yeah, so even though they have like the warlock spells, um, they have tons of slots to play with. They have revivify, plant growth, um, scorching ray, lots of those, flaming sphere, all very fire based. Which oh yeah, I love that. Like, I like the thematic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some of that is probably automatic for their class. Um, so yeah, so they did Hexblade's Curse for their Warlock, their Pact Magic, um, is from that Hexblade, and they did Hex Warrior, um, so they get proficiency with medium armor, shields, martial weapons, um, 
and the radiant consumption, which I think is just so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, no feats. So that high intelligence is interesting that they they put that in there. But so they have plus seven to their religion checks. I mean, that's great. Jeez. Um, yeah, they got alchemist supplies, herbalism kits. Um, yeah. So. So who's this? Ulahana. Definitely Scourge Osmar. So maybe they were um, somewhere in the mountains. And so they were exposed to a lot of like volcanic activity. And that's where they got their fire interest or practicing working with fire and that kind of thing. Um, And then as they've been traveling with their party... Maybe they stopped at a temple and learned some monk abilities and decided to take an extra, you know. <laughs> the leveling monk is so weird. The leveling monk. And honestly, the unarmed strike is, I think, all I'm really getting from it. Um, because key points must not come to level two. Is they must what? not. Although, I, I think it would increase your movement speed. Yeah. Oh, my movement. That's 30. Oh, so maybe not. Yeah. All I see is unarmed strike. So... Um, what a tear. What a, <laughs> right? Why would you just take one? It, they're learning. On, I feel like they get you know, unarmored defense and martial arts, and that is it. Level one monk. Um, so it's, you know, they spent some time at the temple. Maybe they they had a friend there that took care of them and, and taught them some ways of outside life from their. Yeah. <laughs> volcanic tribe and then um you know maybe and then the as far as the warlock comes that hex blade i don't know i don't know what a choice what if what if what if okay what if they were really tight with the volcano and something happened and the volcano kind of like morphed their DNA and they um, got fire in their veins, right? And uh, with their, I assume, some sort of fire resistance, right? Because uh, of... Just necrotic and radiant. They don't have any fire resistance. <laughs> Brutal! You're lighting all those fires, you can't even resist it. Okay. Maybe their pact is with, like, the volcano. That's what I was thinking. That would work really well. Yeah, maybe it's like a molten blade. And then, yeah, and then their pact is with the volcano. I um, love that. And they get their hex blade and all that. Yeah, like a sentient volcano, sure. Yeah, Yeah. yes. I like I would love that. Ulahana is cool. Sick. Yeah. You want to hit us with one more? Yeah. Okay. I I think this is a great, great one to end on. You ready for this? Good. Yes. Hinsadi Skarzaborush. Okay. Maybe Scar for short? Scar Hinsadi. Lots of A's, lots of O's. Um, Draconblood Dragonborn. Sure. Okay. Six levels Bloodhunter. Okay. Ready? Four levels Bard. Oh. Uh, sure. (laughs) Okay. A Bloodhunter Bard. A Bloodhunter Bard. And they're a Dragonborn. Dragon blood, yeah. which I don't know what that part of the race is. Dragon blood, dragon. Is um, that a new that'll one? just. It could. Oh, you know what? I'll bet it's from Fizban. I'll bet it's from the new that new book that just came out not that long ago. These stats are bonkers. We got a twelve strength. Okay, right? fourteen dex, sure. fine. 
Eight con. Bummer. 20 intelligence. Okay, sure. What a journey. Maxed out. 10 wisdom, 12 charisma. So they have advantage on arcana checks. They have advantage on history. They have advantage on investigation, nature, and religion, and survival. Because of that bard. Because I guarantee it's something to do with the bard um, college of eloquence. So, um, oh, so they have expertise. And it didn't that select, makes sense. It didn't select them for me, so I would have oh. to. So I could have even more. Jeez. Uh, uh, silver tongue, make a charisma persuasion or deception check. I can treat a d twenty of nine or lower as a ten. Uh, unsettling words as a bonus action. Uh, so that's all my bard stuff. Oh, ability score. I got a feat. Eldritch adept. Feat. Yes. Because why not? So, yeah, because this multi-class loves warlocks, which, to be fair, having spell slots that recharge on a short rest is excellent. Yeah. So I've got Mage Hand, Light, and Vicious Mockery, all from Bard. Animal Friendship, Detect Magic, Hideous Laughter, and Unseen Servant. Uh, sea Invisibility and Silence are my spells. I speak Common, Draconic, Halfling, and Zemnian. <laughs> Zemnian, huh? Sure. And halfling. Okay, okay. Um, And then if we go to... So that's the bard. Uh, My proficiencies are drum and intimidation. (laughs) So... Okay. Yeah. Those are good ones. Um, Jack of all trades. So that's why I think I have all those advantages. That's from bard, yeah. Yeah. And I have Song of Rest, which I think is great because you can uh, get those hit points. And then Blood Hunter, I got proficiencies of acrobatics, insight, and history. Uh, Hunter's Bane, I've never, I'm not very familiar with Blood Hunter, honestly, but I have advantage on wisdom, survival checks to track Fae, Fiend, or Undead, um, as well as advantage on intelligence checks um, to recall information about them. Are the blood maledicts, the blood curses, um, blood curse of the fallen puppet. When a creature can see within thirty feet of you, drops to zero points. You can use your reaction to give that creature a final act of aggression. That creature immediately makes a single attack against a target of your choice with its attack range. I need to spend more time on blood hunters. There's a lot here. Blood hunters are really cool and terrifying. Yeah, I have the crimson right, a bonus action. I can imbue a weapon to strike for an extra d6 of damage. Kind of like Hex, it seems like. Um, my right of the frozen, your right can't damage is cold damage. My blood hunter order is order of the ghost slayer. There's sure. a lot with blood hunter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then draconic ancestry, I'm black dragon, so I have acid. So awesome. I have my breath weapon, which is cool. Um, and I also has force, have forceful presence, so I get, um, advantage with intimidation and persuasion and dark vision. So what is my speed? Oh, it's 30. Yeah, this is a, I would play this. I would have fun to spend some time because Uh, the blood hunter. I'm stuck on, I'm stuck on that low strength though as a blood hunter because I think that they are a strength based fighter. I think you're right. Um. And I just have, yeah, it's just a plus one. So 
for my strength. Um, but the dex is high. My con is also very low. Eight. Um, I don't know why they dumped in intelligence. 20. I would definitely That's have so... Changed. Well, okay. I feel like, though... I don't know. I could see that. I could see that being really fun. Um, but what's what's this character about? Hinsadi Skarzaborosh. Sure. Being dragonborn. Probably, uh, you know, was shunned a lot from society. And maybe had a mentor or somebody that showed them the ways of the blood hunter. Um, maybe a relative, an uncle, or somebody in their family that showed them um, just to be able to protect themselves. And uh, probably I would I would lean towards this this character being pretty um, morally gray. Mm. Uh, definitely. But their intelligence is so high that I feel like they'd be very calculating about um, whatever their endeavors were. And maybe that's the reason they don't stray too far off the path because they know, you know, maybe these are choices. Just very calculated. I feel like they would they would be very careful about what they do. And the low con, they've only got a 12 armor class. Um, what's their hit points? 50 for a level 10. Hey, that's oh my low. God. That's, very that's horrible. So I think that they would try and do a lot of range stuff. Um, their bard abilities, they have that inspiration. I feel like maybe that came about um, later. Maybe they had a close um, near-death experience and they were saved by someone, you know, maybe a, a tavern owner or something and they kind of were brought back to health and they listened to music while they were recovering from their wounds and Cute. decided to pick up the drum and play along uh, while they intimidated the crowd um, to giving them more money. So, <laughs> <laughs> as is their proficiency. Um, so, yeah. So, I think, that's, I think that's where we are. I feel like the drum, I, they definitely have an angry face when they're playing it. It's, it's not a lighthearted, you know, it's like a war beat kind of yeah. thing um but it's enough to inspire the party you know give them that bardic inspiration or whatever so yeah this would be a, this would be fun this would be a fun character so i feel like we wrote a lot of outcasts and i wonder if one of these characters might have an alternate backstory what might that look like for you well definitely i think this one if they started out morally gray um, which I think a lot of people like that with their D&D characters where they yeah. made all these bad mistakes and now they're trying to like absolve themselves. So I feel like this person could definitely, um, they have the alchemist supplies. They definitely, maybe they just want to spend time coming up with potions and the blood hunters just kind of, that is the area they have to study to understand the mechanics of making potions or, or remedies or that kind of thing. And then just using their intelligence um, for that, I'm kind of leaning towards, we just finished Arcane and, yeah. um, Victor, you know, how he studies that, um, Arcana based machine and he's yeah. just kind of obsessed with it, but it's for the good of society. He's trying to figure out how to make, um, you know, that. And so I feel like this character could be that way, um, where they're, where they could, yeah, they could, they could have a part in society and, and maybe, um, you know, have uh, have their place to belong. What about you? This is fun. That's fun. Yeah, this was cool. This was a good exercise. I like this. 
yeah, I think this is definitely great to do um, just to see when you have your ability scores, where they line up and what advantage you get from, you know, your race background or, or any of that. And then just to learn all these new, because, uh, you know, I feel like I've learned so much already, like from just looking at all these different feats and, and character builds. So it was great. Yeah. No one can know all of the rules all the time. That's too much, especially when there's constantly new stuff coming out. Like, it's really hard to keep up. It is. It is. D&D Beyond's great, though, because they take all that source material and they put it there. Um, Not so, sponsored. Yeah. So great for that. Well, um, thank you for randomly generating stories with me today. That was really super fun. Uh, we've been out of initiative, but we're going to get back into it. So get out there and roll some dice and tell some stories and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Out of Initiative, a podcast from Merely NPCs. For more from Sarah and Morgan, visit MerelyNPCs.com or follow them on Instagram at MerelyNPCs.